0: I'm still stuck on the bar named Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn. Yeah. I'm you, <laughs>
1: Burn. I'm going to guarantee you there's a bar somewhere named Crash and Burn. Adam, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> if so, send a t-shirts. Yeah. I should have named... No, I don't want to name the bus Crash and Burn. No. no, that's, no. that's
2: not what you want to see driving down the mm-hmm. highway in front of you at all.
1: Hey, guys. It happened. Here's the proof. Dino made me the burger. I've known you a long time, Dino. Yeah. And you have never, ever made me a cheeseburger. You
0: know what, man? Next time you come, it's Go buy an on, RV. Sure. Yeah, go buy an
1: RV. Oh, that's right. Exactly. You're not a buyer. Yeah.
0: Cheeseburgers are for buyers. Okay? <laughs>
1: that means I must have bought the bus. So, we're coming to you soon. Get your burger. Come to Mike Thompson. And buy that bus. Well, let me tell you. Um, We know a guy that just got kicked out of a bar that, we're not mentioning any names, but this dumbass got his ass kicked and then he comes back trying to get more and the guy's in his 50s. It's like, you guys, listen, do your battle with your mouth. The words, you don't need this. Uh, That does nothing for you.
0: Out with them.
2: Oh, it's a whole lot easier to drink a beer with you than to fight with you. Totally. I mean, and even before you got a battle with your mouth, Maybe start with your brain and be like, is this really worth it? Absolutely. Whatever I feel like I've got to say or what I feel entitled to right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, start there. No, I mean, it's like
0: when you got a guy sitting there at the corner of the bar saying, leave me alone. Yeah. Why is it so hard?
1: See, that's why you and I have a different approach, and I think my approach works a little better. You said, leave me alone. You want to buy him a beer. I say,
0: fuck off and go the fuck away, and that's it. Well, it got to that after about the 10th time of leave me the fuck alone. Just leave me alone. Yeah, leave me and her alone. We don't, neither one of us won't you around. So guys, this
1: episode is leave Ed the fuck alone. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: see this young man in a bar? Leave Ed the fuck alone. Ed's actually a very friendly guy. He is. Oh, I'd much rather drink with you than fight with you. He's ready to sit down and have a beer with you, but I think the theme of the episode is really how do you conduct yourself in a bar, right? And there's simple ways because you are showing up to a party and it's also not your house. That's it, number one, Adam. So be there, ready to enjoy your time, with everybody at the party, and
1: I will tell you guys this: if you decide to pick a fight with Ed, he's like a polar bear. He will eat your liver while you're screaming, and he'll buy you a beer. So you can't win. So Liver's,
0: don't do it.
2: I love liver. But but you know what I mean, right? Like th- this isn't your garage you're walking into. Right, it's somebody's house. It's somebody's house. It's it's somebody's business. Right, and it's someplace a lot of other folks and there that appreciate. And does not deserve to have
0: disarray
2: and craziness in his house. The The thing that irritates me
1: about this whole thing, Ed, is, you know, you and I frequent the same watering holes, and the watering holes we go to, if we had something like that, the bartender always sticks up for us. Always, you get all your compadres have your back. You walk into our pub right now, if somebody causes shit, you know, there's 20 guys that are going to stand up and say, that
0: ain't happening. Well, I did have one Frenchman. Yeah, which is great. Which was honestly like, I had to buy him a Stella yesterday because I was like, dude. I think the French are must be partying at home.
1: Yes, the French stood up for Oh, a party. I'm sure it's,
0: it's going to be like Bastille Day. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. <laughs> Maybe we should name that day Bastille Day all over again for Zav. Two. Yeah, Bastille Two. Yeah. Or Part De. Part De. Yeah. What was that movie? Yeah. Part De. Sheen.
2: Charlie. What are other what are other must do bar etiquettes for you guys? Mm. I think hand signals. Cool it with that shit. Listen. You don't need to. <laughs> don't don't whistle. No. The bar- bartender no. is no. not no. a dog. A- a- and don't wave at them. They're also not your friend. Nope. What they're doing is they're serving fifteen of their friends. Right. And they'll it, get to you in time. Yeah, but I mean, the, like the,
1: the best way to do when you're when you get an empty cocktail, you. The drink's usually right here in front of you. You just put it towards the front of the bar and keep on with your conversation Mm -hmm. and that bartender will get to you.
2: I mean, they are experts at body language. They're seeing people crash and burn on first dates all day. They know what's going on at their bar and you don't need to become overly familiar with them. And I think that's the kind of behavior where you get too comfortable in the joint where you're like, okay, I've forgotten that, like, yes, while while I might be a regular here or my first time, like, this is still their atmosphere. That's a good bar name, by the way, the Crash and Burn. <laughs> the Crash and Burn, but Adam, <laughs> since you mentioned
1: this, guys, whenever you go on a first date, and I'm talking about you men out there, uh, either go Dutch or let her
2: buy. That. Oh, really? Yep. Is, is Dutch like a Heineken with nutmeg? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> with a little that? bit of
0: cinnamon on the top.
2: Okay, okay. You know what I'm
0: saying. I'm still stuck on the the bar named Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn. That's yeah. what I'm you. Burn. I'm going to
1: guarantee you there's a bar somewhere named Crash and Burn. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> look it up. Yeah. If so, send the T-shirts. Yeah. I should have named, no, I don't want to name the bus Crash and Burn. No, right. that's, <laughs> that's, no.
2: that's not what you want to see driving down the highway in front of you at all. But no, nah, you know, bar etiquette is
0: something that people aren't taught anymore. It's important. And always find out who's, like, Hammer holds court in one corner Yeah. of a bar that we go to. And... The tide changes, too, from time to time in the bar. Like, when we leave, another crowd comes in. True. When we're in there, everybody kind of knows, you know, who's in that corner. Sure. And, you know, you got to respect those guys because they're the regulars. And right. And they're paying pretty heavy tabs sometimes. They're paying the light bill. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. keeping the lights on yeah. and the doors open. Yeah. Because they're there
2: generally every day or at least five or six days a week. Oh, i mean they're treating it like a nine to five some yeah. of those guys yeah you gotta put the work in boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've seen some business deals go in on some bars man that wouldn't have been sealed anywhere else but in... that's where i do my best work no seriously yeah, though I'm i telling mean you. i mean how many dive bars have made some guy millions of bucks
1: i'm gonna tell you that biggest deals that i have ever done um have been at bars yeah no sitting I'm, there having a cocktail you, you don't do it in the office. I mean, you, well, everybody you need loosens to relax.
0: up. I yeah, mean, it's exactly. like it's like a neutral territory. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Georgia Florida game every year. You go play it in Jacksonville. Or yeah. it's neutral ground, yeah.
2: which is really not neutral ground because no. it's forty five minutes from from yeah. Florida. Now, do y'all think bars have changed significantly from where you would? Ed, were were you allowed to? What were like drinking laws in Georgia? When you were growing up was it 21 the drinking age or 18 when i turned 18 it was 18. okay right and then were you grandfathered
0: in in the couple years i outran it every year because it went from 18 to 19 19 (laughs) to 20 and then 20 to 21. gotcha okay it followed you yeah yeah so you're the one that
2: fucked it up (laughs) Uh,
0: no (laughs) but basically that's what you're telling no they had already made the the law yeah sure but
2: but but like were drinking establishments different then you see bars that attract young people. They've never been different. They
1: since the dawning of time, they're the same as the other day They're, You know what? It's a social experiment. Sure. Right. That's what it is. And we all go. uh, Sure. You like the taste of alcohol and you like the effects of it. But us day drinkers, we go to meet with our buddies and um, do our business, have a few cocktails instead of doing it at the office. You do it at the bar. And you get more accomplished. In my aspect of
2: thinking, oh, I agree. Sure, and and I feel like there's some bars out there that are like stuck in a different phase of their drinking, right? Because they're still looking for like club style um, atmospheres. No, I don't think
0: so. I think you're either and, I think you're either a dive bar, or a dance bar,
2: or a tiki bar or a games bar like the axe throwing kind of stuff Yeah, you,
1: you sure. gotta know that the bar that you have i don't care what the name is on it and i've owned a lot of bars and restaurants and i will tell you the customers make
2: the business definitely oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. your regulars kind of what you were saying ed is like folks know which one they want to be at right oh yeah
0: yeah like my brother-in-law came down from san francisco Uh uh-huh. cooch the cooch shout out to the cooch no i took him down him and his wife i said hey look i'm gonna take you to the biggest dive bar in newport you're gonna eat the best cheeseburger you'll ever eat and you'll have a ball and i was texting my wife and i said jill i'm taking George and cooch to cassidy's she's <laughs> like you, you
1: gotta understand this cat that he's taking is a big financial dude you know
2: he's one of those san francisco muckety-muck. So, you know, this isn't exactly his vibe. He and I spoke about where he lives, north of San Francisco, and it's a that I was lucky enough to rent a shanty in for quite a while. <laughs> a shanty. There are no shanties in Lafayette. <laughs> no, it's, it's under the bridge. It, it,
1: it's, you know, a shanty's being nice.
2: <laughs> That's called a homeless refrigerator box. <laughs> where where he works then. And yeah. I, I will tell you it is home to one of the best dive bars I've ever been to as well. And a small collection of them. Yeah. The 2AM Club and the Silver Peso, more affectionately referred to as the Dirty Nickel, um, All have their own endearing qualities that are mirrored in a lot of the yeah the pubs you guys like down on the beach no but I mean it's 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 I mean the etiquette is different in a
0: dive bar in Georgia than it is here too sure okay I mean when I was a kid honestly at 16 I was going in dive bars
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: I had the beard you know I was a big kid looked a little older than I was so, you know, we'd sneak in this place called the Wagon Wheel. The Wagon Wheel. Oh, my God. Dude, it, okay. I'm For Georgia, you know, that's perfect. I'm telling you, though, know, brother, it makes
2: Cassidy's look like the Taj Mahal. <laughs> I mean. Sawdust floor, dirt floor, what are we talking?
0: Well, really sawdust, but you'd eat peanuts and throw the holes on the floor. Okay, uh, A homemade sawdust, then. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, people would, would spit the back on the floor. Yeah, honestly. but
1: I, I want to know, because uh, you are in Georgia, so. Let, let's do a tooth count.
0: Oh, here we go. I always know. So how many tooths were in this spot? Look, you might have had to get six women together to get a full set of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. But there was times when that paid off. Mm. <laughs> could, yep, you were all into that, weren't you, Ed? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that is what it is. But, but you're yeah. dirty nasty. You know, it's It's. Uh. And. It was like an old scene from the Blues brothers where they had chicken wire mm-hmm. over the stage. So, so you throwing beer bottles somebody at Somebody throw a beer bottle at the band. Well my
2: temperatures rising and my feet on the floor. Yeah.
1: You no, know, that was a common theme back then. I mean, I I've, I've been a lot of honky tonks doing being in the music industry yeah. and a lot of them have that protection.
0: You know, and And, uh, and but, they needed it. And you had a bouncer right at the door. I mean, and these were like, I mean, they were big dudes. Sure. I mean, they were, I'm 6'3", and they were bigger than me.
1: Yeah. At, at the end of the day, you young bucks out there, I, the thing that we got to tell you is don't be a chicken-chested prick when you go to these places. Man, be sweet, be kind, buy some people some drinks, you know, have enough to where you're, you're feeling good, and then take a fucking Uber home. Don't get in any trouble, all right? Maybe you can pull some trim, but don't be that dick.
0: Oh, we were always lucky, man. We didn't have to Uber. It was walking distance. Yeah, that's nice. The wagon wheel. Yeah, as
1: long as I can roll home, I'm good.
0: Wagon wheel, Mock Road, Albany, Georgia.
1: There you go. Hey, guys, behave at your local dive bar. There you go.